What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Welcome to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host, and today I'm going to take a break from doing all the political and social commentary for the day. So I'm giving you guys the behind the scenes and basically, basically the behind the, the podcast and talking about like who's Nikki, what's Nikki all about, and uh, give you guys a little behind the curtain so I let y'all hear my voice my words and who I am as an individual okay so before we go any further guys if you guys love Nikki's world so much seriously guys can y'all please donate a cup of coffee for me because for price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks Dunkin Donuts and Cumberland Farms guys you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I'm also on Locals, guys. If you guys want to support and sponsor Nikki's World. If you guys love Nikki's World so much, seriously, if you guys do, okay? If you guys love Nikki's World so much, seriously... Please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review, good, bad, and the ugly. And also guys, if you guys want to support Nikki's World, I do have affiliates links below. That's including Shibari Study, that's including Amazon below. So if you guys want to support Nikki's World through my affiliate links, the links are in the description below. And before we literally get the show on the road... If you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Woo! Oh, wow. Wow. All the formalities are done. All the podcast show formalities are done, completed. So, and yes, it is Sunday. 
It's another day for me to go to work. Another day just to be me. Just to be myself and be who I am. So it's another another day. It's another day for me, guys. It really is. It really, it really, really is. Yeah, it's Sunday, and yes, I'm on the way to work. I'm diapered up, so yes, yes, guys. And I want to start that off, too, guys. Yes, guys, I do wear adult diapers, okay? I'm not ashamed to, to admit it. I wear adult diapers. I'm aging like everybody else. Everybody else is probably starting to have health conditions when you get older, and there's no shame in, in saying that. So, for me, I do wear adult diapers. They help me out when when my bladder and bowel have days where they want to act up in front of me. They wanna they wanna say say to my face, "Screw you! We're doing our own thing." Instead of me telling my bowel and bladders, "No, we're doing this." So yes, I do wear adult diapers. For those for those days and yeah they're, they're pretty much very normal and standard for me they pretty much are so I've been wearing diapers on and off at like when I was in my like 20s and all that but as I got older and older into my 30s I had to go back into them because not only the fact that my bowel and bladders issues are starting to slowly caterpillar their way into my life, okay, plus also the fact that also there's, there are a lot of bathrooms out there in public that are not sex and gender inclusive, okay, they're not inclusive towards people like me, okay, and people like me who have intersex conditions, okay, who aren't comfortable with using, like, either bathroom that we're comfortable in, that's, that's where diapers are there for, that's, and that's why, that's why I got put back into them, you know, so, I got put back into them, and ever since then, I've been wearing, like, adult diapers, my diapers that I wear, if y'all want to know, are North Shore Mega Max diapers. So I've been wearing those ever since, and I've been wearing them with boosters. So the boosters help help like the, the diaper go from a 12-hour diaper to oftentimes I can go all day in them without ever having to to change, unless of course I. Uh, really have to poop and then that's it i have to do a diaper change okay to me i I, my my bladder issues are starting to creep up that's because i've been heavily drinking coffee and just so you know the little dirty little secret drinking coffee does make you pee a lot so i i I just want to give y'all the the fair warning and basically give you guys the gist of it all and say hey if you're going to drink coffee, just be prepared for the fact that you're going to pee a lot. <laughs> yeah, so as a result, guys, <laughs> I'm, I'm in diapers. There's no shame if anybody needs to wear diapers. 
It's like the same as women who need like uh, period pads. You know, there's no shame in it. Okay, there's none. And to me, I need diapers just to help me get by when my body decides to have a fit or basically when my body says nope we're not doing this for the day nope we're we're taking a breather yeah so that's why i wear i wear diapers i wear i wear like adult diapers and there's nothing wrong with it and that's why if you ever see in my car i always have two diaper bags I have one diaper bag for all my diaper supplies. I have my portable one when I go away from my car and I have, and say if I need to go to like a public restroom to change, I'll bring that with me, okay? So that's, that's, the, that's that in a nutshell. And that's the, that's, that's the reason why, guys, when you guys hear on the podcast show that I'm diapered up, ready to go for y'all, that means it's like this. I'm diapered up, ready to podcast for y'all, and I don't have to worry about, like, walk, having to take a break to go, to go to the bathroom and continue podcasting for y'all. I don't have to do that. So, that is great. That is awesome. And that is cool. You know what I mean? That is like, that is so, so neat. So that's why, guys, that's why I tell people, that's why I tell people I'm not ashamed of wearing diapers. I mean, look at it this way. Because my medical issues are starting to creep up, at least I'm in diapers now because the day I have to go into, say, a nursing home or a senior housing complex, I already beat the incontinent nurse already. I already beat the geriatric nurse. So there's no issue for me in there, you know? There's none, all right? But I will say this, guys. I will say this. Being, being in diapers has been, like, my saving grace, okay? They has, because many times on road trips, I go someplace, and all of a sudden, my uh, bowel and bladders decide to act up on me, and there's no place to go to the bathroom. Being in a diaper has been my saving grace, has saved me countless times, same thing with kayak fishing. When I'm out in the lake kayak fishing, when I need to go like poop and pee, I don't have a place to to pull onto a to an island to go poop and pee. So I just go in my diaper and just like say, hey, let me take care of my business. You see? So I just I just say, hey, let me take care of my business and then keep on going. Yeah, you know, so that's why that's why I like this for me, guys. Being in diapers is nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing. It's nothing to be embarrassed. I mean, a lot of people are embarrassed by the fact that if someone's in diapers, but that's society because society conditions people for it, and society says that oh, 
if, if some adults in diaper, unless they were disabled, unless they were in a car accident that caused them that, then, yeah. But the problem is, they don't seem to understand that when someone has a medical condition, then they are in diapers for that particular reason. And they are diapered for that, that legit reason. Okay? But to me... I see nothing wrong if somebody wants to be in diapers, whether it's an adult, whether it's a, a teen, you know what I mean? I see nothing wrong with it, you know? To me, a diaper is a, is, is, is a diaper. And also, I see diapers as not only diapers, but also a pair of shorts and some and in an underwear that someone prefers so i see nothing wrong with it yep i don't so that's why like i say guys when y'all hear on the podcast show that i i'm diapered up ready to go that means i'm checking my diapers just to make sure i'm ready to podcast for y'all ready to do the show and ready to make sure that i can I can give my two dollars worth of opinions on anything that that I've that I curated online that I really want to talk about. Alright? Other thing I wanna talk about is like my my adventures in doing like rope. Yes I do Shabari, okay? Shabari is like a rope bondage, edge play. I do rope I do Shabari as as a form of yoga as a form of like basically trying to be me at the same time i do it as a way to say hey i'm me this is who i am this is who i'm all about you know i want to be able to show that many different types of bodies can do this type of thing and mind you guys I do have an intersex body, which we'll talk about shortly down 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 on the episode. But yeah, I do I do self tying, self suspension. I do what what I call rope bottom, which means I do let people tie me up, and they do take rope photos. They do they do take a lot of rope pics, and they do. Basically, it's almost almost like modeling, ladies and gentlemen. It's almost like modeling. So I do I do rope modeling for them, and basically, I don't mind getting into doing doing like rope modeling or, or even nude modeling. I don't mind getting into that because as an intersex DSD person, I want to be able to show people that having an intersex body is nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing wrong with having a body that you, that is different from men and women, that doesn't fit the typical stereotype for what male bodies look like, for what female bodies look like. I do, I do that also to show that it's okay to have different types of bodies and be comfortable in doing stuff like this so that's why that's why some of my shabari pictures i post on uh, 
Instagram and Vero, I show like the differences in doing like Shibari on different body types. Like basically on intersex bodies, I show many variations of doing Shibari, like saying, hey, let me show you what an intersex body looks like, you know? Let me show you like what an intersex body looks like being tied and being like wrapped up in rope and suspended on air. Yes, I do get suspended on air in, in the air. Okay? I really do. And it's something that I do all the time. Okay? So I do that like on on a on 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 a on, on like a, a daily basis here. I really do. Okay, I really, really do. But damn, that's a hell of a good coffee, man. That's how I like my coffee. Dark roast. Yep. But yeah, my my ultimate goal in uh, Shibari is that I want to get my own, like, rope studio. I don't want to have to go to another person's studio. And the reason for that is many other studios are, are like not sex, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, and disabled inclusive. So I would rather have my own rope studio, and that is the ultimate goal for me. My ultimate goal is to be able to have my own rope studio, have my own like a uh, like rope stand where I can do shibari, have a have a studio where I can where I can do like open shibari days, teach rope shibari to people, do do rope sessions, do rope therapy classes, you know, and even offer offer like rope counseling. Like be able to talk out your problems, talk out your issues, be able to like help people through trauma and have rope as a as a tool to help talk through a lot of a lot of issues. Okay? That's one thing I like to do in uh, in 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 Shibari. And that's one that's one reason why I would love to have, open up my own studio and have my own rope studio. So if y'all if any if any Shibari enthusiast out there, any rope bottoms, rope to photographers, rope tops that are interested in working with me on coming up with a rope studio that is that is like sex gender inclusive and we don't discriminate on on anyone, we let anyone in regardless of your opinions, viewpoints and beliefs. I would be open to that and if anybody knows like a like an art space or an industrial space that I can use rent out and use as a shibari studio by all means please let me know guys please let me know alright so I can get a hold of these people and see if I can rent a space for it rent rent it as a shibari studio I wouldn't mind that's why that's why that's why if I ever got funding I would do my own shibari studio and then I would and then also if I ever get my own place 
which I am looking at getting my own place, whether it's a whether it's a like a like a home or a manufactured home, I would make sure I have enough room where I can do shibari, where I can have like a rope stand and do all types of shibari moves and all types of rope photography. Okay, or even for me, where I can even practice doing self-tying and self-suspension. Yeah, where I can practice doing that, those things. Okay, I don't mind. All right. So, if anybody is interested in, in wanting to do something like that, drop me a line in the email. Drop me in the comments below. You know what I mean? I'll get in touch with you and. And we'll see if we can make this this stuff happen. Yeah. We, we can. Let me know. And the one thing I want to talk about this, guys. About me and about, about who I am, guys. I'm an intersex DSD person. I'm Laotian American. And, and, and also Asian American. Laotian American is a subset of Asian American. So it's an ethnicity within the... Asian American racial group, okay. I'm I'm also an intersex DSD person because I am not a biological man. I am not a biological woman. I don't identify with men or women because of my intersex condition. And my intersex condition I have, guys, is called Kalman syndrome. I have the Cal One variation. Under the Cal One variation, guys, I have. A micropenis, ambiguous genitalia, I have gynecomastia, okay, and I also have basically no sense of smell, so I'm born with no sense of smell, I'm born sensory neural hearing loss, which means I'm born deaf in one ear, so I'm also disabled, so I'm also a deaf person as well, okay. Having an intersex condition, I don't fit the standard for what is considered to be men. And I don't fit the standard for what they consider to be women. Alright? I don't fit any of those standards because of my intersex body. And if you guys were to ever see my intersex body, what I look like completely naked and no clothes on, you would see that I cannot fit the male standard no matter how hard I try. I can't even fit the female standard no matter how hard I try, okay? So for me, I straddle the middle. I straddle the, the, the middle between men and women. So I walk a middle line. So think of it like this on a highway. On my uh, left side, the passing side would be the men. And on the right side, where the slow side is, the biological women. For me, I sit in the middle because I can't fit any of the standards that they have for me. So that's why, for me, I don't identify as a man. I don't identify as a woman. But the fortunate thing is... I can get away with whatever clothes men and women have. 
Like, for example, I can get away wearing a skirt, a maxi dress, okay? I can get away with that. I can get away with ballet flats. I can get away with almost every, almost everything that women can get away with, except for wearing heels. Because I, I don't have the feet for it, and due to my genetics and my family tree, I don't have the feet to get away with wearing the heels. And that's the one thing that limits me from that. So, that's why I I don't call myself a man or a woman. Because I cannot meet the standards. And society oftentimes moves the goalposts for what they consider to be a man and a woman. So, as a result of my intersex condition, I stop trying to meet the standards. Okay? It's like, I try, I stop, like... I stopped trying to, to fight to meet the standards for men and women. I, I stopped that. So I just say, oh, hell no, fuck you, no way, no how. There is no way on God's green earth that I am going to meet the standards for what is considered to be a man, what is considered to be a woman. I'm not. So I tell people that and I say, Nope, not gonna happen anytime soon. Okay? So that's why I just stop meeting the standard. And then I just meet my own standard, which is being me and dressing whatever makes me feel comfortable and whatever makes me feel happy, regardless if society thinks, oh, that's women's clothes. Oh, that's men's clothes. I just go like this. Fuck you. That's clothes in general. That's what makes me comfortable. And that's what makes me happy. Simple as that. Yeah. It is. It is, guys. It is. And the funny thing is, with my intersex condition, I want to tell you all this, is that because of my Kalman syndrome, I look way younger than my age. All right? I'm 46 years old, but I do get clocked by a lot of women as as if I'm 29 or 30 years old and then I go like this oh thank so ah, you you made me feel old so I'm fortunate for that because I look way younger than my age and I do get questioned a lot by women I do get carded a lot at the bars because people think I look way too young but when they look at my driver's license they're like they're giving the triple triple take on me. Yeah, they are. They really, really are, guys. They're giving that, that triple and double take, which I'm so used to anyway. And, and I'm so comfortable with it anyway. All right? Other than that, other than that, guys, I do, I do go, like, I do go skinny dipping a lot. I go nude camping a lot. This year, I hadn't gone nude camping because I was in the midst of a job change and my money just dried up. So I was like, nah, I'll just, I'll just go, go hang out and have fun a little bit. You know what I mean? That's all. But for me, I'm a nudist as well, too. I'm a nudist. 
I go nude camping, I go skinny dipping, I often do nude modeling for people because I want to show that there are bodies that are way different than everyone else. They, they are. And as an intersex person, there are bodies that are not that are not male, not female, but they're they're comfortable in. And for me as an intersex person, I'm comfortable with my naked intersex body. I'm comfortable with all the flaws, all the imperfections, and basically all the things that come with having an intersex body. So to me, I'm I'm so used to having an intersex body. I'm so used to being comfortable with my intersex body. Even when I'm naked, even when I'm naked, I'm I, I mean I'm comfortable with it. I'm I'm totally I'm totally accepting of it. I'm totally cool with it. I'm totally fine with having an intersex DSD body. I mean I have flaws, I have imperfections, and I often say like this, I'm comfortable with my naked intersex DSD body because that's what Mother Nature gave me, and I'm going to play it to its logical conclusion, okay? Mother Nature gave me a deck of cards, like 52 cards to play with for life, and I'm going to play with those cards that she gave me, okay? And whatever she gave me is whatever I'm gonna use to my to 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 my advantage and to my logical conclusion. So that's why I go like this. When that 52 deck of cards is done and I'm done playing with it, that means I hand it back to Mother Nature and say, here you go, you can have it. I'm giving it back to y'all, I'm done with it. Yeah. So, to me, guys, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with with being naked, being nude, and being nude is about is about being totally accepted with your body, totally accepted with with your imperfections. Okay. To me, nudism is about body acceptance, body tolerance, and body freedom. That's why it's like this. Being nudist helped me accept my intersex body for what it is. It helped me accept the fact that I have flaws and imperfections, and they're not perfect as well. They're not perfect. They're not great, but they help me. They help me deal with what I have and what I'm born with. So, to me, I'm comfortable with my intersex body. A lot of people out there, especially a lot in the trans, they're not comfortable with themselves in their body. But to me, I, I challenge the notion. I go, I'm comfortable accepting and perfectly okay with the body that I'm born with. I pretty much am. I'm perfectly okay with it. I'm perfectly, totally accepting of it. And it's fine by me. It pretty much is. So that's why I tell people, I am totally accepting of intersex bodies. I totally am. Okay? There's no shame in it. There's no, there's no like, humiliation for having an inter- intersex body. 
nudism has basically helped me learn to accept my intersex body for what it is and has learned to deal with all the flaws, all the imperfections, and basically have helped me accept my body for what it is and what I'm dealing with. Yep. So, pretty much, in a nutshell, I'm comfortable with, with what I have. I'm comfortable with, with the kind of body that I have and the kind of the kind of body that I deal with. I tell you what, I tell people this. No surgery in the world is ever going to make me happy, okay? No surgery in the world is ever going to make me happy. It isn't. So that's why I tell people this. I'm comfortable with, with the body I have. I'm comfortable with all the flaws, all the imperfections, and all the things that basically come with having an intersex body and being a nudist as well. Okay? So, other than that, other than that, I also, I want to say this real quick, guys. I'm one of those people... Because I'm Asian American, Laotian American, an intersex DSD person, a deaf person, I'm one of the, the most excluded people on this planet. And I've been so excluded so much that to be included would be shocking to me, would be like holy shit to me. It would. So that's why I tell people that. I'm one of those who who's used to being excluded and it's normal and it's like a normal thing for me. That's why that's why it's like this for me. I don't socialize much. I do things by myself because I don't have a huge circle of friends. Okay, I would love to have friends in my life, but. At my age right now, at, with all the conditions and all the the social, cultural, and political issues going around in this country, having friends is like becoming like a big issue for me because people can't just be normal and socialize without being political and without being like all this and this and this. They they just simply can't take that out of the equation they can't okay so that's why i'm i'm the way i i'm i am the way i am and if people don't don't like it don't accept it i go like this so be it i'll just keep doing doing my shit plugging along trying to live my life and trying to Make it make make a living and and uh, basically carve a little niche in the world for me. Yep, that's that's what I try to do. You know, that's what I try to do. But anyway, guys, I'm here at Cumberland Farms. I need to get my coffee because I need to haul my uh, fat diapered butt into work. Okay, so I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I hope you guys got to hear what I'm all about, 
what what I do, who I am, the behind the scenes and everything. And I will tell you this, guys, before I go, the podcast show takes takes a lot out of me, but it's worth it when I get my voice out and when I get my opinions and viewpoints out there for people to to, to hear. Okay. So anyway, guys, thank you for listening to Nikki's World. I'll see y'all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye for now.